Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Good to have you along for this Monday, the 12th of December. You're on TSB Talksport Business on Talk 100.3 with Lachlan Kitchen and Neil Lodger. And Neil, uh, it's just over a month to go until we start the International League T20. And uh, so far, uh, we've been able to be blessed by uh, plenty of members of the uh, the Desert Vipers. We had the, uh, well, the director of coaching, the mentor, Tom Moody. I would say he came into the studio, he barged into the studio <laughs> mid-show and uh, took over the program for about half an hour. And uh, just last week, uh, we spoke to the CEO and it's uh, great to be able to say uh, that uh, continuing on uh, our association with the Desert Vipers, uh, we are joined via Zoom this afternoon uh, with the coach, uh, James Foster. Thank you very much for uh, being a part of TSB on this Monday. Pleasure. Hi, boys. How are you? Look, we're doing very well. Doing very well. Well, absolutely. Uh, James, first Good. up. First up, tell us the situation back home. Uh, we heard it's been snowing a lot from last night. Yes, I've woken up this morning to about eight inches of snow, which is very unusual for England. Um, whilst it's been cold, it's finally chucked it down. So just been out with the kids um, tobogganing down, down some slopes. The kids have had an absolute ball. So apologies if you can see me. I'm currently in my... Uh, in my dressing room because we've got some building work going on as well so i've moved up top so those high heel shoes aren't actually mine they're they're my wife yeah sure we'll <laughs> believe you well, well uh, yeah yeah we'll believe that when it really happens there uh jay we'll when it happens james you must be looking forward to at least coming out here beautiful 27 28 degrees today and coming out to the uh, the dubai sunshine yeah absolutely it's um it's a great place to, to come and play cricket obviously myself my coaching team we're looking forward to getting out there nice and early um, we've got sort of a set of guys coming in a touch earlier and then a few of the uh, overseas players are coming from the Big Bash from Australia will be coming over a few days afterwards. So it's uh, it's always good to get the sun on the back of this for sure. Just been out in the UAE and Abu Dhabi for the T10 and got a little bit of a flavour, got a great opportunity to watch some of the, uh, the UAE players. Right. Uh, we've now selected four, four for our squad. Um, and the talent is strong, really strong. And um, in addition to that, the overseas players are world-class players. So it's um, it's going to be a very interesting tournament, some high-quality players on show. So it's going to be a lot of fun. 
Yeah, when when you as a coach, you know, have to look after a side which is a mix of various cultures, various talents, various people coming in from different countries. Uh, their playing styles are different. Their coaching styles are different. Their ability to be coached is different. What do you write down in your books of notes uh, when when you prepare yeah. for something like this? Yeah, it's a very good question. It's um, it's really just trying to. Well, in my opinion, it's about trying to understand the players as quickly as you possibly can. Um, and understanding their cultures. I mean, bearing in mind, there could be some language challenges. Right. Um, but we're very lucky within our group. We've got a, a, a vast um, group of coaches who, who can be able to touch base with everyone. Um, I personally touch base with it, with all the, all the players. Um, so the language doesn't seem to be a problem, which, which is great. I mean, and also you generally find a lot of players work, and sorry, a lot of coaches as well work with a lot of these players year mm. after year in different types of competitions. You know, there's so many franchise tournaments at the moment. Um, but it's really just about gelling them as quick as you possibly can. We'll have anywhere between seven and five days of training. Um, and then when the tournament starts, it starts really, really quickly. Uh, we've got a lot of games in a small space of time. So it's a tough schedule, but it's therefore it's also very important that you get not only the training and the matches right, but also the downtime, an opportunity to, to refresh. Um, and be nice and fresh for, uh, fresh for games physically as well as mentally. Well, the first game for the Desert Vipers, it's the fourth match of the International League T20 happening on Sunday, the 15th of Jan. Uh, you're taking on the Sharjah Warriors and uh, it went public uh, just a couple of hours ago. Uh, your captain uh, is going to be Colin Munro, uh, the left-hander. Uh, how hard was it to... Well, what made you pick Colin uh, to be the captain of the side? Well, when, when I looked down the list of all our players, my gut was drawn towards Colin. Um, I've not worked with Colin from a captain coach point of view before, but I've loved spending time with him um, during various tournaments, the PSL, CPL, T10, in 100 over in England. I've always enjoyed the conversations that I've had with him. Um, and I know a lot of people respect Colin. And I feel like he's um, at the stage of his career where he's ready for this new challenge. It's a brand new franchise. I think Colin is about 36 years old. Um, he has had captaincy experience, but I just love the way he approaches the game. And I think it'll complement my style really, really well. Um, and I think he has such huge respect w- within the game and played in so many leagues and played with the majority of his players on our side. I think it's going to work really, really well. Uh, you mentioned about, you know, uh, that the the equation uh, that the coach has with a player, you've worked with him, uh, that, that definitely goes a long way. But how important it is, is it to be in sync with your captain as a coach uh, especially when it's a new franchise people coming in you guys haven't worked together before uh, with most of them uh, how important is it to get your captain right from a coach's perspective well you, you want to the relationship is very important because you don't want two different messages you don't want one a coach saying one thing yeah. going in this direction and a captain saying the other way so um, you know we're, we're, we'll be spending a lot of the time chatting but I think our philosophies are quite similar in that respect. You know, he's very attacking-natured. So am I in terms of how I like our team to play. Um, I find that not giving people too much information is a good way to go. Yes, we'll try and be selective. But I'm a big believer in you wanting your players to be instinctive. You know, we've got some of the best players in the world on our side. So you don't want to be telling them what to do all the time. You want to make sure that they're clear. They've got the backing of the captain and the coach. You go out, out there to express your skills and your talent and, and you take the game on. Um, and I believe that we've got a great mix within, within our setup. And I feel the way that Colin sees the game and also he's very decisive. Whenever I chat to him, it's very clear how things need to be done. 
yes, there'll no doubt there'll be some conversations that myself and Colin will have along with the other coaching group where we might want to discuss something and bounce some ideas around. It's not always going to be we all agree on everything straight away, but mm-hmm. I think our philosophies are very similar in that respect. You, you mentioned how it is really quite a condensed schedule for the ILT20, but you don't even have a lot of the players in camp already. As you said, some are coming straight in from the BBL. How much of a challenge is it to bring players in halfway through a tournament uh, that have never even played together or seen the, the jersey and suddenly they've got to come straight into a new club in a new tournament? There's so many challenges there. Well, yeah, there, there is. I mean, for for this setup, um, everyone's going to be there for the start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just that some of the the build up, some guys will be there for longer than um, than than others. But in franchise cricket, it's very normal. That yeah. I know, like, and if it was family cricket, if it was in soccer, whatever it might be, you might have months and months and months together before you then the tournament starts. It's very normal, so it's it won't take anyone by surprise. And then, like I said, it's about making sure that you're communicating with people very quickly. You're trying to gel people as quick as you can. We might find that some people might leave our group if they're called up for international honours. Um, but again, that is very normal for for what coaches and players expect. Um, and it's a good thing when people get called up. Yes, you don't want your best players leaving, but if right. they do, it shows that they're playing really well and they're high-quality players. And then potentially you might have to draft uh, more players in. But again, I'll stress it's quite a normal environment that. You know, coaching at that level is completely different uh, as compared to coaching a national side because, uh, you know, when you're working with, say, a national side or even an age group cricket side for for the country, uh, you work with them for the entire duration, probably a couple of seasons together. Here, you come in, deliver in like, a you know, put, put your strategies out like five days before the tournament and expect everyone to be on the ball. Uh, how, how does How does a coach prepare for something like this? Yeah, look, I mean, we've been doing a lot of training and strategizing already from behind the scenes, um, getting a lot of stuff in place. So therefore, when we all come together, we can go quite quickly on that. But in terms of a coach and um, player relationship, it's about trying to spend as much quality time as you possibly can with them. And ultimately, it's about role clarity. Yep. Whichever 11 that you... I mean, there'll be disappointments, 100%. You I'm know, sure. you have some top quality players on the bench. You know, that is just the nature of the beast. But it's about role clarity and them being aware how you'd like them to fit in into your bowling and batting lineup. And you generally try and base that through your selections in um, in your squad anyway. So you very rarely will you get to ask someone to play a role which they've never done before. So that's part of your strategizing and where you're going to line people up. And then you're going to go out there, make sure they're nice and clear and go on and, and take the game on. It's always a challenge to come into a brand new tournament when you're in, in a place like uh, the UAE where there's so many expats and you're not really aligned to a certain city or a yeah. certain region where instantly, you know, if it's a new competition and your team is based uh, in Liverpool, Liverpool fans are going to face you. Um, how, how hard do you think it is to really come up against you know, this, this huge cricket market here that we're trying to win over, but you've also got to try and play an attractive brand of cricket to try and also win over fans at the same time? Yeah, and, and just throw you know another little one in the mix. There's a lot of cricket going on, franchise cricket, in the UAE over the last few years. So yeah, there's, there's a lot been of very sort of formats. Yeah. yeah, you know, so it's... But it's a brand new tournament, so that will that will take a little bit of time. Would would be my guessing. Yeah. You know, it's um, it's gonna be tough to and suddenly just expect a huge following straight away. But then that's part of the strategizing for your marketing team, all the yeah. people, you know, in the 
different part of our setup than than on the coaching side. Um, we'll be working very hard and building up that fan base for sure. Uh, you know, uh, off of all the places that uh, you would have gone out uh, to, you know, coach, play, uh, UAE has a lot of opportunities for extracurricular activities. You've penned down some of those in your strategy book too, James. I think he's talking about boat. I think <laughs> are you talking about boat parties, brunches, <laughs> <laughs> boat parties, boat you parties, name yacht parties, the whole thing. Absolutely, absolutely. All, all rock and roll. Absolutely. 100%. <laughs> yeah, even when Tom Moody came in, he said, look, if you guys can organise one, we'll be there. But uh, maybe he's not one who's yeah. required to front up and do the uh, the beep tests or the sprints or, or whatever you've got to do. Uh, look, James, uh, we do appreciate your time at this late stage uh, coming in before the tournament. Uh, thank you very much for making the time to join us from your dressing room uh, behind. It's uh, <laughs> either that or you're in witness protection. I don't know which one it is at this stage. <laughs> but uh, we do Appreciate it and uh, good luck on that first match uh, coming up on the 15th of January up against uh, the Sharjah Warriors. Thank you, boys. Thank you very much for your time. Appreciate it. Wonderful. Thank Thanks a lot. There's James Foster, uh, the coach of the Desert Vipers. The announcement came through today that Colin Munro uh, is going to be the captain. We didn't pick Colin. We were thinking it was uh, Hasaranga or Alex Hale. That's going right. To be locked in. And and, and Phil, uh, the the CEO, Phil Oliver, he said, we don't know. I can't say if, uh, which one of which uh, edges could be the captain. And uh, well, that that definitely was a you know of a flop card because uh, none of the edges became the captain. If you've already got a team or you're still looking for a team, uh, let us know. 0586861003 for the ILT20. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Hey, thanks for listening to another TSB TalkSport business podcast. And don't forget, if you want to hear the full show, we're live every weekday from 3 to 7 p.m. across the UAE on Talk 100.3. Or you can listen to us via the Big Fan TV app.